Hey everybody, welcome to an all new episode of The Why, presented by All American Roof Pros. Episode number eight, I got a good buddy of mine, uh, Mr. Brad of Redbeard Seasonings. He is probably one of my favorite human beings on our area, and uh, got a super interesting story into how we met, but he's a local business owner, um, proud father, husband, and and U.S. Army veteran. I'll let him get into his story here, but um, we're super excited to have him here on the episode of The Why. So Brad, go ahead and tell the folks a little bit about you, who you are, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, my name's Brad Polachek. I was born and raised in Willard, Ohio. Um, I still live in Willard with my wife and four children. Um, I'm still kind of working a full-time gig, but doing my side hustle turned full-time business. Um, I enjoy long walks on the beach. And <laughs> <laughs> no, kids, keep, kids keep us busy with sports. Um, I really enjoy watching them get involved in the stuff and growing and um, they all like baseball and softball and that was my kind of my favorite thing in high school so that's awesome man yeah and you know we um, like as, as business owners and I know what position you're in like I was in a transition period early in my career like when do I take the leap full yep. time and obviously the business prospered thereafter but um, it's you're in a weird spot man it like, is, it's tough to make the, <laughs> it's, it's nerve wracking and at the same time it's like when do I do it? Yeah. Do you don't know when you just come to a point and uh, you just do it one day and hope that everything works out, I guess. But yeah, man. And I think I've, uh, you know, big thing for me is like, I don't want to get to the end of my life and have any regrets. You right. Know? Right. Um, but I know you're a hardworking dude. Um, <laughs> the story of how we met is always super interesting because it was during was i guess was in the middle of covid really um yeah. in 2021 yeah. and i got yeah. tagged in a battle buddy response team video on tiktok because i was famous and they asked us to come out and do a roof for a veteran yep right make sure i'm telling the story right here yep and brad immediately was like hey i want to go and like didn't even really I legitimately <laughs> like we planned this whole trip out we we're gonna be on for like yeah, three it was like days, three, days, three yeah. days, yeah. Um, and he's like, Hey, man, I'll just show up in your driveway. And like, literally, dude showed up in my driveway yep. the morning we left, and that's how we met. Like, there was no, there's no, there was no like formal introduction. I guess right. that's my trusting nature, your trusting nature that neither one yep. of us is going to be a serial killer. I mean, I had some social proof, but I didn't know who the hell Brad was, right? And uh, <laughs> just TikTok videos, <laughs> yeah, he had some funny TikToks at the time. And yep. uh, Redbeard was really getting off the ground at that point. Um, I know we had some really deep talks because i mean that was like a 10 or 12 hour drive to get out there. yeah and yeah. we lost a tire along yeah the way. lost a tire on the trailer on the turnpike that was fun yeah and uh yeah man what a what an interesting you know way that we connected and, and that's what like dude that's what's so mind-blowing about the world we live in today yep like we can just get connected with people through social media like you know our grandparents had to write letters and you know go to social or run into somebody somewhere and yeah yep. yeah i mean um so that's super nuts man but so like why do you feel so driven to build Redbeard? Like, what call? I mean, I know, like, you probably started Redbeard because I know, you know, grilling and um, barbecuing and smoking is a passion of yours, right? Right, right. But, like, why do you feel inclined to, to grow it? Because if it, if it, it's my understanding, and I could be wrong, tell me if I am, you could probably keep it a little bit on the smaller side, smaller scale side, and just kind of have it as that side hustle right? and go from there. So you want to kind of fill me in on what your why is for that? 
Yeah, we, I guess to back up a little bit, Redbeard was started in my kitchen with like $50 worth of random spices and herbs from Planktown Market, you know? <laughs> and it was during the pan- the beginning of the pandemic and we were, everybody was kind of cooking at home. So that kind of further dumped me into wanting to learn how to cook different things at home, to do different things in the barbecue community. Everything in the barbecue world and like the home cooking thing in general just popped off with with all the restaurants being closed down with the, um, the lockdown and everything. So people were cooking at home. So we were in our kitchen and just throwing stuff together. There was stuff that I had mixed up at home that we'd use, you know, to make as a seasoning on steak or on pork butts or whatever. Never had a recipe for it. It was just a little bit of this, kind of like grandma did, you yeah. know, pinch of this, a little bit of that. Yep. That's good. That looks all right. And, um, so we we're, it was just through random conversation. It was like, well, wonder if you know people are like well wonder if you could sell that <laughs> and i'm like okay challenge accept i'm a challenge accepted kind of guy you know tell me that i can't people weren't telling me i couldn't but it was like a, hey i bet you yeah 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 so when people i'm just a challenge oriented guy you tell me that to do something or that i can't do it i'm going to do it i'll make it happen i don't care what i got to do to make it happen and so it kind of started it legitimately started as just a side business thing just to make a little bit of extra money um, we were blending, I was blending everything in small little five pound batches, bottling it myself, printing my labels off my laser printer at home. You know, they looked awesome. okay, but they looked like crap, you know, looking back at it, it's funny now. <clears throat> yeah. Um, those early years, man, like, yeah. this looks so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, like I remember when I first came <laughs> on a truck, I like designed it myself. I'm like, yep. this looks awesome. And I like, look back at it now, like we got full truck wraps and like really yep. badass stuff, but it's like yeah. the moment, dude, you're like, I'm invested in this and I see like I don't mean to cut your story off but like yep. I see those guys that got like mailbox letters on the back of their truck to put the and you know yep. what I applaud the hustle yep. but yep. Uh, it's just kind of funny like yeah. I was that guy it makes you know? humble to look back where you were to where you are now yeah this kind of uh the side hustle thing quickly turned into we went into um village roots in plymouth it was a local um, boutique shop down there it was the first place to sell it and we put our stuff in there in november of 2020 was the first place that sold it ever. And she did like, sold like a thousand dollars worth of stuff between November and December. Cause it was Christmas time. I'm like, Oh, we, I'm, this is going to be a million dollar business. Let's go, you know? And, uh, so that was kind of the motivation that sparked me. I'm like, well, maybe other stores can sell this. Yeah. So about six months later, we ended up, it was time to where I could literally could not keep up. I mean, I was going to Planktown and having them order me 50 pound bags of salt, 50 pound bags of this, 10 pound tubs of this and mixing everything. Well, a five pound batch doesn't go very far into many bottles. And then when we got into a couple more stores, long story short, it got to the point where it's six months. It's like, I need a co-packer to do this for me. So that was kind of the turning point to where it was either like you said, do you keep it just as a small little local thing or do you take it to the next level? And so we found a co-packer in the Detroit area that does all of our stuff now. They blend everything, bottle it, label it. Um, and I just go pick up the finished product and then distribute to the stores, do so shipping you're still online. Distribution and, now. Right, right. We have um, a couple meetings coming up that have the potential to get us into some distribution channels, which is just another level of pain in the ass <laughs> you know a whole that's and that's a whole new world you yeah, know it is. the distribution world um is a whole nother animal to tackle and it'll be a learning experience for us but it's um i guess to answer your question of where do we go with it it's to the point 
plus we have the catering we started doing the catering side of the business last year too and that's just skyrocketed so for us to at this point it's either shit or get off the pot yeah you gotta take that leap of faith and and get away from from safety net right 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 and go i understand that so like but like why why do you feel so driven towards this like, I mean, because you could work a nine to five, you know, right. I know you, you had some experience as a sheriff's office. You could have stayed there. Um, what is your purpose? Like, why are you getting like, why do you feel so driven for this, man? Like, I think it's a combined um, kind of a two part thing between do, being my own boss and having the ability to be there for my kids and to not miss out on all their events. Um, my parents were always there for me for those things and I want to be there for my kids for those things. So it's the, the scheduling, freedom. the freedom of the scheduling, the freedom to be able to be there when I need to be there and then make up for the time later on. Um, and then also a, just a passion for, for food and for cooking. Um, the, the whole barbecue world in and of itself is its own family of, of people, of great people. and being having been to events and such and met some of those people you know people who are at the same stage as i'm at and then people who are up here that are winning world championships everybody's still i have yet to meet someone who wasn't on the same level so just that being a part of that barbecue community and that group of people um that's my people yeah. So, so you found a, a niche. You found that pocket of the world that really you belong in. Right. Right. That's super cool, man. I, that's kind of like me for roofing. Like I could give two shits about roofing. I really could. Not if my customers are watching. Right. And we care about putting on a quality product. Um, we really do, and, and we do care about the people more right. than anything. You know, I was just talking about this on a podcast the other day. You know, um, you ever seen the Profit with mm-hmm. Simona? So he talked yep. about people, process, and product. Yep. But there's a third, fourth one in there that I think everybody lacks, man, and that's purpose. Yes. If you can get your people to find their purpose within your business, yep. like that's where you get – so like that's what – I'm purpose-driven now. Like I want to know what's your purpose. Like mine, I want to change the lives directly of 10,000 local kids through my money, through my business efforts, through my mentorship, through my speaking, whatever it is, right? Right. Um, so when I when, – but when we have that and I'm waking up every day, I'm thinking about the kids, thinking about the kids, thinking about the kids. Um, you know, so like I, I encourage people to get so much – deeper into that like once you find that circle great but like how can i solidify my legacy and i think you've got a great brand you know yeah (laughs) like i'm gonna hire you next (laughs) but that you know so that's super cool man i think you've done some really cool stuff with that it's crazy for me to think that like when we met it was so infant because i do remember you talk about how big it was getting at that point because we met in january um and to think that you were really only two three months into that thing but right. you were really you know on top yeah. of it man and just watching your growth has been explosive i love being your cheerleader from the sidelines um that stuff's more fun to me man i could give rats asses about what i get in awards like i've already i don't want to say i've accomplished everything that i, I can accomplish but I, right. i'm a firm believer now that i can only accomplish what the people around me accomplish if that right. makes sense like i'd rather see your wins than mine because right. mine will come vicariously absolutely so that's super important man what would you give like if you had to give a piece of advice to brad you know three years ago when this thing was first kicking off um you know looking back at that guy who was probably really a different human right honestly because i'm sure you've gone through a lot of change i know that's what we do yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of uh a lot of change from a lot of different 
angles just as as a person as what you're doing every day what how you're interacting with people you know once you have a customer base and that's been one of the coolest things i think is just we have people that are return repeat customers over and over and over and over again and we're getting more of that 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 group of people's building it's like our own little call to red beard people that's awesome man um and then they're going out and spreading the word, hey, try this, hey, use this. You know, people are buying stuff and giving it to people for free. Like that to me is really cool to see that aspect of it um, unfold, so. Yeah, so like, you know, um, that all that change, you know, thinking about that and really reflecting right. on that. What would you give a piece, one piece of advice to the guy <clears throat> three years ago? And more so like, I guess you or I can't go back in time and give pieces of advice to ourselves, but maybe right. there's a guy watching this or a gal watching this that is getting ready to dip their toes in the business waters. Um, you know, what would your piece of advice be to that guy? I think definitely um, no matter what arena of business or what, niche of a business you're looking at starting if you're going to start one make sure you do your homework to know what you need to do legally financially have all those ducks in a row um doing homework when we started this with all the food related stuff food safety stuff if i hadn't done that it could have shut things down pretty quickly um the other piece of advice would be if i were to tell if i were to say this to myself three years ago is just jump in and just do it. You know, there's no way to predict the future. If you're passionate about something, if you're starting something and it's taking off and it's got some, you know, some heat behind it, run with it. Yeah. Because you, once you start something and once it starts taking off, you're in control at that point. You can do as little or as much as you want with it. And it's it makes me wonder if, you know, even two years ago, a year and a half into it, if I would have just jumped in head first and went full, you know, full speed ahead, where we would be at now. But like I said, there's no way to predict that. But if you're passionate about something, go and do it. Be your own boss. Um, make it what you want it to be because it's absolutely possible. Well, I think the big, yeah, man, and that's super important. Like dump, jumping into the deep end is hard, right? right? Like it's scary. It's scary it's as hell. Known. It's scary as hell. You know, um, there's even <clears throat> things that we do today that I'm like, no, this is right. Right, right. You know, and I've got a pretty successful business by, by a lot of measures, really. But, you know, I, uh, like you said, man, nobody can predict the future, but... I also am a firm believer that you can't go wrong betting on yourself. Yep. You know, if you are betting on you, like, you're in the driver's seat, man. Like You're more invested yeah. than somebody else is in what you're doing. So Yeah, you'll figure it out, you yep. know. Yep. Um, so, you know, what would you say you feel most passionate about in making a change in the world? Take out Redbeard. Um, take out all the business. <clears throat> take out all the money. What would you say would be the, the biggest thing that you're trying to make change? Like, what do you want your impact to be? I think the biggest focus um, would be the local community, as cliche as that sounds. Um, but my dad was a business owner for 37 years, and his biggest contribution to anything was the local community. He always supported the schools. He always supported local charity events, charity auctions, anything that he could do or donate or give to support other people, he always did. And I feel like it's my job to carry that legacy on, to keep 
doing that to give to the schools to support the sports teams to support you know the little league the soccer teams the local you know the rotary club the all the organizations in the community because if we don't continue to do that they're not going to have anything yeah um if people don't continue to contribute to their causes and what they're doing it's not gonna no it's not gonna continue i've said that a few times man like you have to um like Mm. i think it's great to want to go overseas and like i said i'm going on a mission trip when i don't know i will go on a mission trip i'll go serve overseas but at the same time man like there's so much need here at home um for parent you know for for mentorship to young men for um just general guidance uh right. you know supporting the sports teams things like that so yeah. i think it, you don't need to get so crazy like oh i'm going to uganda right. that sounds great right. and it is great like they need help too but like right so does mansfield so does willard so does huron so does yeah. you know um, and our local community has been our biggest supporters from the start so giving back to those who are yeah, the reason that we're here exactly you know bro. it's kind of a it's like you easier. said all the other stuff is excellent there's people it's impossible to help everyone as much as we would both like to do that yeah but i feel like if we start local support those who supported you and branch out and do what you can as you can yeah exactly well jen's saying we got about two minutes left um the last minute here brad i you look at the camera anything that's on your heart right now share it and uh and then i'll wrap this thing up Put me on the spot. Um, I think the one thing that I've learned is throughout our time with developing this business is just to A, be yourself, do what you feel is right, support what you feel is right. Um, Don't let anybody stop you. Bring in good people to take the ride with you, people that support you, people that are going to contribute to your cause, to what you're doing. Um, It's easy to get wrapped up in trying to do too much. I'm guilty of that myself, (laughs) doing too much and giving too much away. But at the end of the day, you want to surround yourself with people who are going to support you and be there for the ride. Um, We've had some unfortunate things occur with different opportunities that have fallen through um, because people weren't exactly genuine in their cause. That's the hardest thing to gauge is, you know, you just have to take a chance. But I think that the the biggest um, advice from, I guess, from a business standpoint is just if it feels right, run with it. If it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. jump in head first and do you know do what you need to do to make it happen cool man i really so. do appreciate that and i appreciate you for coming on uh sharing with us you know um I, like i said I'm, I'm proud to call you one of my closer friends and i don't i know it sounds crazy to say that because we don't yeah. see each other but like i said we, i'm rooting you on from afar um right. and i love watching everything happen with Redbeard. Um, as we wrap this thing up, y'all, you know, like I tell everybody, if you want to come on the podcast, we'd love to have you on. This is not here. We're not here to, to be boastful. We're not here to elevate your brand, my brand. We're here really to, to get your purpose out in the world and, and discuss it. So um, if y'all would love to be on an episode, please reach out to myself or my team. We'd love to have you on. We're super hospitable. We're super accommodating. And, uh, and we'd love to have you on. So 
if you need anything else, reach out to us. But in the meantime, remember, what's your purpose?